So she calls me up at my office. She says, we have to talk. Uh, the four worst words in the English language? Well, that or whose bra is this? Yeah, that is worse. So we order lunch and we're talking. Finally, she blurts out how it's not working. Really? So I'm thinking, as she's saying this, I'm thinking, great, the relationship's over, but the egg salad's on the way. So now I have a decision. Do I walk or do I eat? Hmm. You wait. We sat there for 20 minutes, chewing, staring at each other in a defunct relationship. Someone says, get out of my life, and that doesn't affect your appetite? Have you ever had their egg salad? It is unbelievable. It's unbelievable! You know what else is unbelievable? I picked up the check. She didn't even offer. She ended it. The least she could do is send me off with a sandwich. February 15th, 2015. Hello and hello and hello. Oh, is that what we're doing? How's everybody doing? I know you're not doing well, but everyone else, I hope you're doing fine. You're fine. Well, okay, I hope you're doing fine as well, but I just happen to know you're not. You're a little under the weather. I'm... Aww. I guess. I'm all right. Whatever! Oh, my God. She's fine. <laughs> Screaming at me. No, she's fine. Fine. I have my tea. I'm all right. Okay. The audience is noticing zero difference between well Susan and sick Susan. Now let's get a move on. Okay. Jeez. All right. So last episode, I talked about how we had the slight issue with our website statistics, and I was working with the web host trying to get yes, that. Yes, yes. Can't get them. I, oh. This is the update that folks haven't heard. You you heard. I told you. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, what it looks like what happened was. Well, I know you some of them or some that were different from the, the ones we got well, before it's like in in uh, the site moved to a new server which is why some of the stats were missing but apparently a few years back it had moved to another server uh which again these are routine things that happened but that server like crashed out for good and so when they moved everyone off all the stat logs and everything that were on that one were lost with it so there's this no is way really boring nerd talk but it's You're what I'm saying is That's there's, what we're saying. <laughs> You're not getting it. There's a chance I might still be able to get most from last year, from 2014. We're working on that. But all the ones from before that are lost. So it's a good thing I had jotted down information about that. I still have a running yeah, total. Up on a piece of paper. <laughs> she makes fun of You've heard her, folks, make fun of me for all my post-its. Well, listen to this. I have a large post-it. That at the beginning of 2014, I had used to figure out the cumulative stats for 2013 and for all of Pendant up through 2013, and I still have that but post-it. But you have no actual logs to back up the data. They were there. I could write them I didn't post-it. make it up. I would never. I know, but no one else is going... I mean... You can't prove it. So she's calling me a liar. I'm not. I'm just saying. She's saying all of you will call me a liar. Look, I, I just think it's funny. It's but <laughs> the point is, I saved that post-it because you, I'm you a did. forward thinker. Yeah, that's what it is. So I've still got <laughs> all of the our cumulative uh, stats for podcast hits and uh, episode downloads and all that good stuff. And when I'm able to get all from 2014 that are able to be gotten, then I shall... Then you'll add it to the post-it. <laughs> I shall do some tallying and have a report for then all of you. you'll have even more numbers on Shut up! I'm... You're making me mad. I felt sorry for you being sick. You can go to hell. Sick hell. Where all the sickies are. 
I just can't stop laughing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, the other bit of news. Ooh. <laughs> this week, there's been, you know, a thing sort of hovering about that we've hinted at and not been able to tell you about. But we, this we week. We still can't tell them. But this week, there was a relatively large decision that was settled upon. And made, and a script or two has been completed. So, things are definitely progressing in a very fast forward motion. And you should be hearing about it <laughs> sooner rather than later. And I don't mean just hearing about it like you're hearing about it now. But I mean, like, getting the actual deets. You should, I would imagine sooner rather than later. So, stuff is... Um, stuff will happen sometime oh, soon. It's gonna happen. And... Boy, you just, you can't wait. You cannot wait. I can't wait. Yay! I can't either. And neither can you. Nope, nope, nope. It's gonna be so cool! It is, it is totally cool, you guys. So cool. You guys. You no, guys. Seriously. Seriously. You guys. Guys. From St. Louis, Missouri, we have Mark Zarekor on the line. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. Let me uh, <laughs> let me start by thanking you for being here and apologizing for sounding like this. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you, so oh, I get it. <laughs> this winter has been wow. All righty, so uh... <coughs> see. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I'm right behind you. <laughs> uh, so we have questions from from pendulums and uh, questions of mine and you know whatever else comes up while we do this thing, and uh, hopefully you have answers or this becomes very short and one sided. Well, I I would expect a short part, and I'll <laughs> I'll try to not to keep at least one sided though. <laughs> I appreciate that because <laughs> I don't think my throat would hold out if I was doing all the talking. Uh, I will. I shall do my best. So, uh, how did you get started in audio drama? Well, um, oh, heck, I couldn't even tell you what year it was. Way, way back. Um, picked up an, uh, an iPod back when iPods were only one flavor. Uh, uh, and started going through, and I think it was, I think the original program was called iPod or X, uh, which I think, I think morphed into Juice because of, uh, uh, Apple and people not like, you know, they don't want people to use their names. Uh, so anyway, uh, looking through their catalog, um, I found a few. And then from there, uh, I think it was right around the time they first, uh, oh, what's, oh, what's the name of the awards? Uh, not the, not the autoverse, but it's the other ones that's been around for a while. Ours? The Pendies? No, not, no, not the Pendies. The, um, Oh, the one we always get nominated for but rarely win anything. Oh, yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, geez, I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, uh, the first year, I think it was the first year they were up, I started looking through. Uh, it's like, well, you know, well, people have nominated these and they're up for awards, so let me see if there's anything that might interest me. Uh, so I found a, a show that in, intrigued me and that led me to Pendant, and I've been here ever since. Awesome. Um, so you found your way through Pendant through the uh, just hearing about the awards and 
Correct. Um, man, it's gonna bug me now. Uh, it's the one. I know. I know it's the ones that, uh, they do at Dragon Con every year. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, because and, and where that came from was uh, the first couple of podcasts that I ever listened to um, was from uh, some of the people from those podcasts were the ones that started these awards up because mm-hmm. they were some of the first actually doing podcasting as a regular thing. Or at least it being being successful with it anyway. Um, was it? It was an audioverse. No, it wasn't audioverse. It was. Oh crap! It's been years. Uh, well, we can skip that because I'm not going to remember it <laughs> until, until like maybe if we're lucky at the you know at the end of this. Oh yeah, it's because that's the way my brain works. I'll wake up uh, at three in the morning in the cold sweat. <gasps> that's the name. Exactly. Um, so, but like I said, that's where I got it. Like I said, I went. You know, hey, we're having this award thing and go here and nominate people and so that's again that's where i got it from okay awesome well you got here that's the important part Eh, some may disagree i suppose (laughs) (laughs) geez that guy again oh you've had some iconic roles but Uh, before we get into those let me ask you aside of characters that you've played do you have a favorite pendant character or is there a character that you've wanted to play Ah, uh, yes. Uh, wh- uh, when I first started with Pendant, I, and just like a lot of guys, a lot of people that do the, get into the audio drama, you know, way back when their thing was they'd like to, you know, they'd read stories to their kids or whatever, and they do all the voices, and that's what they get into is the voices. Right. And I, I'm, I'm one of those guys. It's it's big club. <laughs> uh, but as I started going through the Pendant shows, uh, Dixie and Kingery and Vegas and you know uh, the two voices and that really stood out to me were uh, of course Frank McGuff and obviously before I had that that role but that voice that that unique take that unique voice and there was and the other one was uh, uh, Carl Glassmeyer's Asa from the Kingery oh yeah yeah and I and those voices I I did, you know, even before I even thought I you know the possibility of those roles coming up, uh, and so yeah, Asa would have to be the one that got away from me, I guess. <laughs> uh, but Carl Carl did a great job. I I, I love Carl and the uh, uh, it's, uh, Edward Herman doing it now. He does a fantastic job. So I'm I'm. I'm sure he's doing. I'm, he's definitely doing a much better job than I probably could. Uh, oh, but, yeah. but that was, like I said, that was just. I, I did. I did try out for it. Edward won. He deserved it. He does a great. Fantastic. He does a fantastic job with it. Yeah, and um, yeah, I've I've liked what he's done with Asa. I I definitely miss Carl because Carl made that voice um, just iconic. Um, but uh, I'm really enjoying Edward's take on it. And uh, let's see, episode 52 of TWIP is when we interviewed him. So if you want to go back and listen to that, we'll be here when you get back. Okay. Okay, cool. And we're back. (laughs) All right, so... uh, Wow, what an insightful interview. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like to give people the opportunity to to expand out and come back and, you know... Yeah, I appreciate it. Because because we have some good stuff out there. Yes, we do. Um... So what was it like playing Frank? Oh, Frank was Frank was a blast to play. Um, uh, Certainly sounded uh, like it. The 
uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Shannon Gasney was the original actor that played Frank. Um, of course, obviously, there's no way I could have done that voice without him doing his thing first, uh, because mine was, for the most part, to be fair, it was an imitation of him. Uh, but obviously, as, as the time went on, putting a little more of my own spin on it. Uh, but like I said, I just I love playing that character. I, I love where it took it, uh, where where Jeffrey took that character. It was it was fantastic. I uh, loved every minute of that character, um, especially that you know the scene in the last episode with uh, with young Dixie. That I was, was going to ask you what your most memorable scene was. That 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 is it. That one just I, every time I think about that, it just I, I I'm not really generally an emotional you know you know bring tears to my eyes, but that one. I, that one actually does bring tears to my eyes every time I think about that role, that 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 scene. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is a favorite I think of a lot of people who um, were really involved with Dixie. I think um, Jeffrey, I believe, said that that was one of his favorite scenes of Dixie, and um, um, I think that um, Renee also said the same thing. That I said that was just it was. I, just, just the way that I just love that whole show, the other way to the end, and I'm, I, I know, I know Jeffrey's a very busy man, but I, I'm waiting for the sequel. <laughs> and, and, and we are and, all waiting for the sequel, man. You know, you know, Frank's, you know, great great nephew, whatever, can come play. That's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know where you're going with it, so you know. Well, uh, you know, Jeffrey had said that he had originally thought of like three kind of storylines so someday well he like i said he's he's a very busy guy and I, I i fully understand that but you know if if it ever presents itself to be able to happen i would love to hear it and even possibly be a part of it oh definitely definitely um anything else from dixie that stands out for you uh a couple scenes i mean obviously you know the of course, my first my first scene ever was you know, uh, I, when they when they sent out the auditions for it that that were, was his lines in the in the first episode, which was sixteen I believe was of my first uh, my first episode in that. Uh-huh. Um, I remember another scene um, where we learned a little bit about Frank and about his uh, you know being a medic in the First World War, uh-huh. and I and I've kind of always had this thought of, you know, well, let's, you know, I mean, for a, for a, for a storyline, for an offshoot, for a little short, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, what, you know, Frank, you know, how did Frank go from being a medic in World War Two, or what should be World War One excuse me, to being, you know, to owning an airfield during World War Two? How did, how, how do you make that transition from, from that? Yeah, yeah, that's a jump. That is a jump. Uh, and I, of course, you know, I've always had ideas, but you know, I'm not a writer, so. <laughs> I understand that. All right, so moving on from Dixie, let's talk about Tabula Rasa. Okay. So you have um, not not a new character, but one that's kind of come more um, up front into the into the spotlight now, so to speak. Uh, Psycho. Yes, Psycho. <laughs> Um, yeah. 
can you tell us anything about what we can expect from this character in the future? Uh, honestly, I cannot. Uh, okay. Not be, because I not because I've been sworn to secrecy because I actually have no idea. Uh, I'm kind of playing this by ear. I'm I'm sure if I. I'm, I'm sure if I ask Jack, he might uh, give me a little bit of insight, but I'm kind of, obviously, I get scripts, you know, a few months before everybody else, you know, here's the episodes, but right. I, I still like to be, you know, to get that little bit of a surprise, what's going on. Uh, so I'm kind of, I said, part of me, of course, yeah, Jack, what's going on? But <laughs> but, but like I said, I, I will, like I said, I, I pretty much try to hold back and as the scripts come in, do, you know, but yeah, that's another that's another great character. I, Jack's done a great job with, with that show. Yeah, he has. And I know, uh, I know when he originally asked me to do that, it he made it sound like it was going to be you know just kind of a small little thing. And either I, he, I don't know, he's going nuts thinking I'm doing a good job or something. But he, <laughs> he's it seems like he's written it a little a little more and put me a little more in it or put Psycho in it a little more than than what he originally had planned at least. At least from what I understand, anyway. Mm. So, how would you describe the character? Uh, the way I play him, uh, I mean, you know, drug dealer. You know, a lot of people are your, you know, get the Cheech and Chong, you know, thing going. I, I didn't want to really take it there. Of course, you know, obviously he's, you know, he's he's doing drugs. He's not he's not the seller that only sells. Right. Uh, but. He also has to, you know, in order to even to be around it in, you know, any any length of time, he can't just be a dopehead. Right. He's got to, he's got to be able to think on his feet, to be able to, you know, to be that uh, that badass that he needs to be to, you know, to get get what needs to be done done. Right. So I kind of, yeah, he's you know he's got that laid back part of him, but when it comes down to it, he's you know, he's he's going to get the job done. Right. Okay. So what drew you to the character? Um, well, as far as, I mean, uh, that role was one of those ninja cast. Uh, Jack just asked me, hey, you want this role? And, oh, sure. I'm, I, I'm more than happy to take on another role. And he told me what it was. And yeah, sh- drug dealer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've done so much of that in my lifetime. Sure, I can do that. <laughs> uh, so how do you draw? What do you draw and how do you prepare for recording lines? Ah, uh, jeez. Watch old episodes of Miami Vice. <laughs> no, I don't. I, wow, I just we, dated myself. Uh, see, that's one of the show I never got into for some reason. I was more A team and whatever. But <laughs> not to me. Well, I don't know. I just it's. I I don't know. If there's anything I'm draw from other than just, you know, in my own head, which there's plenty of voices in there. I'm sure I can <laughs> draw from something. Uh. But I no, my uh my actual drug experience is pretty much about nothing. Uh <coughs> excuse me. Uh Those I mean, I, I, might be appropriate about it. Uh could be. Uh I'm sure there's some NyQuil with my name on it somewhere. Uh but I'm I had like all of one drug experience in high school and that was uh the we had the guy that was the seller, you know, kinda open up this, you know, cellophane bag looks to me you want one no i'm good okay that that was my entire drug experience in high school yeah Uh, that's about mine too yeah uh but yeah he was he was the guy that uh he had it if you wanted it he wasn't you couldn't call him a pusher 
But he, he had it if you wanted. If you didn't, he didn't care. You know, he, he was selling to somebody. Mm-hmm. He's making some money. And I, I obviously, I, I this guy had the laid back part down right. That again, 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 not to the point of, like I said, in your Cheech and Chong kind of, not, not that far gone. <laughs> but so, again, that laid back, you know, hey, you know, and but you're going to pay me. Right. I'm getting my money. Right. And you... <laughs> He's like you don't be that way about it. I'll raise you fifty bucks. Right, right, right. How about a hundred? And uh, the the way he and Velasquez are playing off each other with that—that's again excellent writing on Jack's part. Mm-hmm. And uh, as of this recording, we've left on a little bit of a cliffhanger. So, looking forward to uh, hearing Tabula Rasa when that comes out. Episode and, and number ten. And, and you know something I find amazing is something something I find kind of amazing is I, I remember you know when they when they started up with the uh, 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 oh what's the word I'm looking for um, the episode oh man I'm really having a brain fart <laughs> uh, yeah I, I had to go there and I can't think of the right word um, oh come on. The commentaries, that's the word I'm looking for, commentaries. Commentaries. Simple, simple words, you know, car, things like, uh, you know, when they start up the commentaries and, and 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 the people in the commentaries talking about, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, what what happened? And they, and they you know, oh, yeah, I forgot, you know, even though it's like, how would you, how could you forget what you did in a show? Now I get it. <laughs> so, I, I to be fair, it, I, I couldn't even tell you, even if I'm in the next episode or two, I just, that's how my brain works. I just don't remember anymore. But that could just be I'm getting old. I don't know. For me, I blame the meds. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's always something good to go to. But uh, but yeah, like I said I, I know yeah I know how the last episode ended, and it's is is these shows go along. It's like and I and I start hearing, oh yeah, I am in this one. Oh I you know, and that's when I start remembering. Oh yeah, that's what I, that's what happens in this episode. So I, I said I can't even tell you what happens in the season finale. Don't remember. Well, yeah, and you you did the recording for that some some time ago course like i said i just never understood how people could forget it's like really you you recorded those lines how did you forget right oh oh, okay now i see (laughs) yeah you try exactly so um let's shift gears a little bit and move on to the kangaroo okay where you played another fairly important character um who really made a name for himself uh yeah. So how was it playing a character like Fix? Uh I, I another character I really enjoyed playing. Um I to be fair, I really think what I think when I did my uh did the audition for that, I don't think the voice was as raspy as what I ended up somehow making his voice to sound. Mm-hmm. Um I th- I think that came from he had he ended up doing a lot of yelling and for some reason my yelling I ended up getting that graveler you know the, the more of a gravelly voice in that and so uh, I sometimes I kind of look back on it and wish I'd been able to figure out how to tone that down a little bit more because at that point I hadn't really been doing voice acting much at all you know yeah I'd done uh, I'd been doing Frankfurt a little bit uh, I said I'd done a few seminar shorts uh, but Fix was the first character that I played 
you know, in a, in a long, you know, in a long form and an ongoing episode uh, show that was new. I mean, cause I'd done Frank, mm-hmm. I said seminar, seminar shorts. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes. They're all original voices, but it's in a short form, but to just start a character from scratch, that's, you know, continues from month to month. The uh, fix was the first, uh, for me. Okay. And so there's, and, and I, I suppose with any, any artist and I, I don't know that I consider myself an artist per se, but, but I, I guess you're always going to, well, maybe if I'd done this a little differently, maybe, I, you know, and I've, I've heard that with writers, with everything, you know, it's, you know, if I just done this a little bit different or, you know, maybe I should have done this and, uh, but it's out there. It is what it is. But, uh, overall though, I really, I did enjoy playing fix playing that, uh, cause going from Frank, who's the, you know, definitely one of the good guys. Absolutely. Uh, to playing fix who, although definitely fix was not one of the good guys. Well, fix is one of those. I mean, yes, he was, you know, you know, T. Markell, but yeah, oh, he was definitely T. Markell. But but yeah, he was not the nicest person in the family. No. <laughs> and uh, to play that, uh, like I said it was it was different. It was very fun to play, and uh, depending on how many more ways they can figure out to uh, resurrect Fix, uh, <laughs> I. I may be making, you know, I, I, I really think this, this may be the last, uh, thing they do with this, but then you never know. There's, there can be another dream sequence later down the road. Sure. Uh, but so, I mean, it's, it's, and it's, and it's great too. When I, you know, Jeffrey will send me an email. It's like, Hey, you, you think you're up to doing this one more time? Yeah, sure, man. Bring it on. <laughs> uh, so I'm good always guy, happy to do it. good guy, bad guy. What do you enjoy more? <sighs> Man, they honestly they both got their their pluses. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, this will affect what you get Ninja Cast for in the future. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, and the, I mean, I guess you know, fix. Uh, I'm not really sure Lucas is. I, I don't really know what side he he falls on. Yeah, he's a drug dealer, but is he really that bad of a drug dealer? I mean, come on. <laughs> he makes uh, people happy. <laughs> he does. He does. And well, for those uh, I won't go there. Uh, but uh, I think there's maybe just a little extra happiness in some of that stuff he's giving away now, or <laughs> selling, selling of course. So of course, unless unless it's that like first bite, then there might be a little bit of giveaway. You know, Fair market and, value. Exactly, and then you know, hey, you like that? Hey, here here's some more. I know where you can get some more, buddy. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, man. I don't know. Bad guys are, are fun to play because obviously, you know, you haven't heard my you know not my name on the six o'clock news, so I'm not <laughs> too, I'm not too bad of a guy. So playing, you know, you know, I, I, usually being the nice guy, playing that bad guy does kind of have a little bit of a, you know, yeah, I get it, I, I can do this in in my fantasy world. <laughs> you know, I can you know. Luckily, my neighbors live a little ways away from me, so I don't have you know I don't. I can do all the screaming I want, and nobody will know. At Mark's house, no one can hear you scream. Hey. <laughs> yeah, just don't mind the, uh, the lumps out in the yard. It's it's nothing. <laughs> Nobody's here. Although now that I mentioned, I do have I do have some concrete in the basement cut up right now. <laughs> and unfortunately, that was due to a uh, drain pipe that I had to fix, and not something nefarious as a uh, somebody I didn't like. 
as far as we go. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> is there a particular scene with Fix that uh, stands out or that you're really I, proud of? The, the, the two that I remember, uh, one, and it, I don't remember if it was the first episode, but it was, in the, it was at the beginning of the season. I uh, uh, got to have a little fun with uh, Colin Kelly's face. <laughs> and uh, I, I know he enjoyed that. I think that was his, may have been one of his first roles in Pendant, if not his first. Right. Um, and I remember the final scene uh, where, and if I'm remembering it correctly, it was because the whole way through it's, you know, he, you know, it's Tommy this and Tommy boy that. Uh, it's not till that final scene where he finally calls him boss. Mm, that's true. And and that that struck me. I, that was, you know, it's like, boy, you know, come on, boss. And for those who've listened, knows how that that scene ended. Yep. And uh, and Fix was not entirely without being right. Yeah. He, he, and not he actually was entirely right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's but, see. Season finale for season two. We can talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I I think we're past the spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. We have no ninjas around the corner. I'm seeing. No, they're ninjas. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course I can't see them. They're ninjas. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, that was that that scene got to me too. That was I really. I, Excellent writing. Yes. And I'm assuming if that was season finale, I'm assuming that was Jeffrey that wrote that one. If not, I apologize to whoever did. I believe that was the season finale that that, that all went down in, as I recall, anyway. Yeah. But that was, like, what, five years ago? It's thereabouts. Seven, yeah, five years ago, roughly. Time uh, time takes its toll. <laughs> wow. Um, so you've done also some seminar, you said. Uh, yes, I've done, oh, I, I've done a few. I couldn't, unfortunately, I couldn't tell you which all ones, or maybe I can. I can tell you a few of them, I bet. I just, just realized where I might be able to find that. I'm on my, I'm happy to be on my computer that I record on. Uh, my first one I know was episode 12, and I believe the short was called A Perfect Circle. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a... I played the sheriff, and it was just the little bit at the end of that uh, short. You know, after all the all the stuff that happened in in this house, you know, they basically your your sheriff and your and your and your deputy show up to his cleanup crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I remember because I got that role, and then I actually got that one before uh, my uh, Dixie role as Frank. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frank actually aired first. So, uh, seminar, the Gateway Drug Independent. Yes, it is, and I've—that's uh, one of those. I unfortunately I don't uh, audition as often as I should, but when I see a role that I think I'm good for, I definitely try to do it. Mm-hmm. Where is that? Uh, I know I've actually—I believe it's episode sixty-three. Uh, I'll be in. And I think there's only... So that'll be June of this year. Okay. I'll take your word for that. 61 is coming out at the end of February. (coughs) And uh, that puts April for 62. And then June for 63. That actually does sound right. 
like like you would be wrong. I'm I apologize for that. Uh, That's uh, my best guess. <laughs> hey, it looks like I was in episode forty and forty one also. Mm. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure there was more. Um, I did I did at one point go through and uh, delete a bunch of stuff off my computer because you know all these lines do take up room on the hard drive. Yes. Uh, but yes, I was. Uh, uh, let's see, see. Episode forty-one would have been barbershop quin barbershop quintet, and ah, forty was pterosaurs and fighter planes, which uh, that I do remember that one. I actually remember both of those. Uh, the pterosaurs and fighter planes was, I believe, my character was somebody from the future. I, I maybe misremembering it, but I'm thinking it has to do with oh, looking for a tesseract. I remember that line. <laughs> And then the other one, uh, ooh, I remember that one. Actually, that was a fun one. Uh, Barbershop Quintet. Uh, he, it's a guy, younger guy that goes into a barbershop, and you know, just you know, it's your old hometown barbershop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your barbers um, have been possibly taken over by aliens, and uh, new guy <laughs> gets to join them. I believe is how it ends. Uh, yeah, that was actually, I remember that was, that was fun to play too. But then again, I don't think I've ever done a role where I haven't enjoyed it. Except for maybe, except for maybe fix on some of those longer ones where I got that really gravelly thing and I've got to, you know, drink a gallon of water just so I can continue. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling that. (laughs) Um, do you think you might take a crack at writing a seminar script? Um, I, I'll admit I do have thoughts go through my head occasionally that maybe maybe that might make a good story. But as a as someone who was never really into writing, mm-hmm. and the fact that I've uh, have pretty much have too many hobbies as it is, and don't know when I'd find the time to be able to write, I don't see it happening. But it's I I can't completely say no. Okay. There there may come there may come a time in the far far future, you know maybe the very last you know seminar or something. <laughs> that, How about, that's, uh... Directing, you had a uh, short stint directing. I, d- I did a short, a very short stint. Uh, I did uh, helped out did an assistant director's uh, stint on Vegas. Um, at the time, I did that, and I still, I still to this day feel bad about what happened with that. Uh, I, I, you know, did the class, passed the class through Jeffrey, and took that on. And I knew, I knew I had my, my work schedule was changing from like a straight days scheduled to a rotating shift and the way it looked it was like oh i'll have you know because uh matter of fact it just happens this week where i'm actually off the entire week because of the way the the schedule goes and i thought oh i'll have plenty of time to do this and unfortunately working 12 hour days mm. takes a lot more out of me than i thought it would at the time yeah i never having never i mean yes I'm, I'm retired navy so i've worked like a lot of hours on board a ship but when you when all you have to do is, you know, walk to your rack and go to sleep, it's a little different than having to drive an hour to work, drive an hour back, plus a 12-hour day. Um, so I, I just, I just really, unfortunately, did not have the time I thought I was going to have, and I, uh, I only did a few episodes before I backed out, and I, I feel, I still feel bad about having to do that, uh, leaving them in that lurch. So what about now? Do you think you uh, get back into it? I still, I'm, I'm still on that same work schedule. And so I just, I don't know, like I said, again with that, and I still do have a couple kids living at the house. Uh, and like I said, I've got other 
hobbies that keep me busy. I just don't know that I would have the time to do it. Okay. Uh, if I mean, if somebody was really desperate, needed some hand cleaning, some lines, I might be able to help them out. But uh, I don't. I could not. I don't believe I could do it as an ongoing basis. At least not at this time. Favorite entertainment franchise other than the Muppets? We'll spin on that. Oh man! See, I, I I had my Muppets answer all figured out. Oh, we'll get uh, there. Well, I'll still okay. we'll still go with that. But okay. uh, uh, favorite movie franchise? And entertainment doesn't have to be movies. Oh uh, well, man, <laughs> just just favorite entertainment franchise. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me ask that. What would be your answer to that question? Oh God! I'm, um, I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just trying to get an idea where to go with this. Well, since I'm not able to hit the movies as much as I like to, I'm way behind on things. Though the the Marvel Cinematic Universe has, I've enjoyed that a lot. Um, I have to say, I've really enjoyed some of the stuff on TV lately, like Scandal, um, like um, oh, what else are we watching? Um, I still watch Grey's. How to Get Away with Murder. That that Thursday night lineup on ABC has kind of sucked me in. I admit it. Um, but Scandal has been absolutely phenomenal, especially okay. coming out of the uh, the winter break. Okay. Um, trying to think what else we're watching. Um, that the Marvel stuff, of course, Star Wars and Star Trek, both of which I like. Um. See, I can't see. I don't get me wrong. I love both of them too. I'm not trying to be that way about it. But uh, the with the, with the Star Trek reboot, I I actually did like the first in that series. Uh-huh. The second, I think they tried to go too many places, and it just did not work for me. If we're gonna, if, if if we can geek out for a moment, I was kind of disappointed they went with Khan. Yes, I especially agree. with the second movie because the second movie for the original cast was Khan. And it was a secret that, like, what, four people didn't know? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I liked some of the hat tips to the the original. Um, uh, I, I liked Nimoy in it. See, my, my problem, I mean, yeah, obviously it was the con that was like, why, really? Because I mean, I'm sorry, Ricardo Montalban will always be con. Yes, yeah. There's, there's... I mean, just just like there's only one Highlander movie, there can only be one con. Um, and the and of course, and again, I I, I agree with it with the you know the, the nods and everything, but to completely reverse the ending of that, just like really, and I I actually laughed in the theater when uh, when Spock gave the famous <laughs> Kirk line. <laughs> I just it's like really you actually went there really, yeah. So I I, I oh that was okay. Yeah, you, you know I, you almost that point was when it's like okay I'm I'm done I can't. The triple I can't thing say. was telegraphed big time. Oh yes, um, and I was kind of disappointed they went with triples because they they are of class of of their own for something entirely different. Oh, uh, but they're making a new one supposedly, so we'll yeah. maybe they, maybe they will learn from their mistakes. I hope so. Um, there's a lot of potential there. And, you know, if it can get it back on TV, I'm all for it. I, I if it's good. Uh, 
one of the things I've been doing is I've actually been uh, Netflixing uh, Deep Space Nine. Uh-huh. And to me, that was, Deep Space Nine has always been my favorite Trek. Uh, I to be, I mean, just like everybody else, when it comes to really, you're, you're going to have Star Trek on a space station. That's ridiculous. And uh, once it starts picking up around season three, I just I still love that. I still love it. The Dominion War. The Dominion Wars. The whole what they did with it. It's and to see that the huge space battles that they've done in the later seasons of that. Uh, well, I think I'm in sp- stuff too. Oh yes, and it's it's excellent what they've done. And I, uh, and I I found it. I just uh, the last episode I watched was um, uh, I uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was the uh, uh, Jadzia and Worf's uh, wedding. Oh yeah. And uh, when you have uh, General Martok and his wife, and just you know, you know, pretty much you would think they were it was a human couple. Just you know, she let you know, don't disagree with her, do what she says. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you know, well, remember the, what Worf said: men do not roar, women roar, and hurl heavy objects. Yes, he reads love poetry. He ducks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like I said, that's. But I, I'm still loving that. Still loving that. Uh, new shows, uh, Justified, mm-hmm. uh, uh, The Flash, and Green Arrow, or All Arrow, excuse me. Um, which, which is kind of weird. I'm actually. I think I'm with most people on this one through, through the Twitter anyway. Uh, with Flash actually being, I mean, yes, it's got its cheesier moments. It, it, it's it's got a lot more cheesier moments than uh, Arrow does. Arrow's a little more on the serious that side. Defla- define the character, though. It, no, it does, and they. I bet, but I just I just love all the nods that they do when you're watching this. And I'm I'm I wasn't a big comic book geek when I was a kid, mainly because there wasn't really any place to get comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I grew up in the southeastern corner of Missouri, and there there I mean you might find comics in the you know in the store that had the, you know the ones that had the front page ripped off of them. Right. The front cover, uh, mm-hmm. and that was my, you know, but so I didn't, but even then I still get a lot of these references, uh, and of course you've got Wikipedia and mm-hmm. yeah, the internet, you can look up the other ones that you know are there, just not exactly sure what they're meaning by it, <coughs> and I'm, I bet I'm, I'm really digging what they're doing with the, uh, with Flash. Uh, movie-wise, of course, obviously your, your Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, and we're going to have Spider-Man now. We're going to have Spider-Man. Yep, it'd be very very interesting to see who they get to play him, how he's played, and and whatnot. Because I think word is it's nobody from previously. That's what I'm hearing. Um, and all the other movies, almost all of them, are bumping a slot for their release dates. So I'm glad they're sticking with what they they've committed to, and even if certain characters. Like Ant Man, um, although no, I think Ant Man is still is one of the ones that didn't move. Um, well, it's it's already pretty close to release. They've already yeah. they got, they already have trailers out for it. Um, <coughs> but I'm glad they're sticking. They're not like dropping some of the characters just so they can get Spidey in. But Sony's keeping the rights to Spidey after this still. So well, like I said, at least they're willing to play play in the same sandbox for a bit. Mm-hmm. And if that's if that's if that's all we can get, I mean to be fair, yeah, I understand the concept of, you know, we we bought the rights and we get the rights, but mm-hmm. to throw out crap just to throw out crap so we can keep our rights, 
you know, it seems like there should be, okay, you know what, you really need to do something besides just throwing something out there to throw it out there to keep your rights. Right. Do, do something productive with it. You have to make X amount of dollars with whatever you put out or we go, we go you know. Or do it with Marvel, like they're going to do this, and maybe this is the, the beginning of the new road for Spidey. And and I, and like I said, if that's what we it's all, if that's the best we can get, I will take what we can get. If they listen, uh, if they listen to the fans, then I think we'll all be happy. And uh, I'm also, of course, looking forward to seeing where they go with the DC universe. I've always, I've been more of a DC person my my whole life than, mm-hmm. than Marvel, but um, so I'm 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 looking forward to seeing where they're taking that universe, and and hopefully they don't screw it up too bad. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting. For Batman Superman, I'm hoping for the best. Um, and then um, I I didn't see the headline, but I've been told that um, Wonder Woman has been greenlit. That would be awesome. If, um, but again, it gets into, uh, you know, the last Superman movie, I, I, I'm not saying it was bad. But I'm not. I'm not it, it wasn't bad. I just... The Superman that I grew up with and that I know, there are certain things that, that he did in this movie that I don't <laughs> find being Superman-like. Super? Yes. Um, I, I and, agree with you. My jaw hit the floor. It, it, well, see, and it, it, well, it was, think, think of it as it wasn't the final... It really wasn't the final scene that did me because, yeah, I'm not saying that was the best thing ever, but at least, you know, if if you're you're doing something and you get down to that that point, and it's this or a bunch of other people are going to die, I I get it. I'm not saying I 100% agree. I would think, but my my biggest problem with it is the destruction of Smallville, the destruction of Metropolis, with no attempt, with <laughs> no attempt, exactly. That's that's the thing because now, if and I'm hoping, I'm hoping beyond all hope that this is what happens. If they take the the outcry of people like me for those scenes, and they go to the Batman Superman movie with Batman basically saying, "Listen, buddy, <laughs> you wrecked the place. This you no, you're Superman. You're a, you're a hero. Mm-hmm. You you've got all these powers. You've got to watch how you're using them." You need to watch the like I said the collateral damage. You can't be doing this. Actually, in uh, Cap Two, Cap <laughs> Harder, they um, did that with Captain America. They they talked about you know the whole you know New York was wrecked, and I think they touched on that in Iron Man Three also the the fallout from the Battle of New York. Well, now now in, with 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 the Avengers movies or movie, you have. Uh, you know how how many how many aliens coming down to wreak havoc on New York? A lot. Mm-hmm. And Superman, you have three, four. Well, no, you have a you have two world ships. Well, that's true, but but I didn't think. But main, well, and then you had uh, two or three capital ships that uh, were, you know, the one Lois fell out of. But but man, maybe I'm misremembering. But I was thinking, as far as main character, you only had like two or three main characters that he actually seemed to fight. Yeah. And yet, the Superman I know would have, I don't know, flown away to the middle of nowhere, not through the Seven Eleven in Smallville. 
You you mean like Christopher Reeve did in Superman Two? Exactly. <laughs> well, let's take this somewhere else and fight. Now I understand. You know, when he was getting cornered into a spot or something, you kind of you can only do what you can do. Right. But not even an attempt. And like I said, and I'm hoping I'm hoping they take it. And that's, you know, he did all this, and Batman teaches him a lesson. <laughs> you know, hey, you can't do this. Knock it off. Right. Or else you're gonna deal with me. To which I'm Superman. You're human. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> and then the kryptonite gets broken out, or whatever they do, and. Yeah, we'll see. All right. This geek out moment has been brought to you by. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, um, real quick, what is your favorite Muppet? <laughs> My favorite Muppet. I promise you, um, we'll come back to it. Yes. Uh, favorite original would have to be probably Animal. Don't ask me why. I okay. just, I, I, I mean, I just, I, I like the character. Okay. Otherwise, and then. One and I unfortunately I was been trying to remember the the character's name. It's he's a newer Muppet. Uh, he was it. He was. Oh crap! I cannot think of his name. But he's the in the first of the new. Well, I guess he was in both of them. But the first of the new ones, he was one of the bad guys. Uh, oh, the one with the English accent. Yes, thank you. That's him. Um. Oh, I don't know his name. Yeah. I, just because I have an English accent doesn't mean I'm bad. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, and, you know, Animal, you know, the, of course he's the, you know, he's nice, but he's got the attitude. Mm-hmm. And I can have a bit of an attitude at times. <laughs> <laughs> I have my raging fits, and, and I, <sighs> <laughs> I calm down. Well, do you have any projects or anything that you'd like to um, promote uh, the only, I actually, I am in two other, with the two other groups, uh, one is, uh, through Giant Gnome, it is, uh, Star Trek Outpost. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a, an occasional recurring part, it's actually been a while since I've been in it, but, uh, but it is a, uh, Star Trek Outpost, Star Trek base, uh, similar, similar kind of sort of to DS, uh, to Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's actually it's actually space three. Yes, I listened to that. Who are you and over there? I ha, uh, I was in the first season in, uh, as uh, Captain Tyrellian. Oh. And uh, I was I'm also the voice of Mister Big. Oh. They do a little heard him in a while. I haven't heard him in a while, and I, and and they where well, they've been going with it. I I understand that it's kind of a pointless to have him in there at this point in time, uh, but I'm sure he'll come back. Yeah, and no, was, I don't. That was left unresolved. Uh, oh, he'll. I'm sure. I'm sure with the way they write, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it'll be resolved because I w- I'd love to get back into that character again. Uh, the other group I'm with, kind of, kind of, sorta. It's been a while since they've even. Uh, so I've really messed with anything with it, but uh, HG World. It is a zombie, post. You know the apocalypse, mm-hmm. going on, uh, and I. Uh, the main character I play in that is uh, Pastor Dawkins. Okay. Uh, it's I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I've done even. Uh, they just actually sent out a script here recently, and I've got I think I've got a line. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I, I'll take it. I'm, I'm not sure where they're going with it after this. Uh, I, I think the uh, they've been like writing them into books and selling them instead of 
worrying about the audio so much. But and maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. Uh, but that's two other places I am besides Pendant. Uh, but uh, Star Trek, Star Trek Outpost, it's uh, there. At least uh, so, a lot of giant gnome shows have kind of most of them gone by the wayside. And when they come up, they've been kind of sporadic. But a Star Trek Outpost is actually one that's uh, pretty close to pendants with the record of coming out monthly with their shows. Yeah, uh, they pretty good. Uh, I think this, like for instance, this last month they were they were they missed it by a few days. It's usually the fifth of the month, uh, and like I said they do occasionally miss it. Uh, it's a little more often than pendant, but not by much. They're really consistent. If if it's not if it's not on time, it's really close to on time. And you right. definitely—it's it's definitely not months between episodes. Right, and if they're not, they—I think they usually throw a couple minutes into the feed with somebody saying, "Hey, it's coming. We're—you know—we're working on it." Right. Yeah. So, but but that's like I said, if you like Star Trek and you like audio drama, I think you'll like that. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time. I know you're. Feeling much of the same as I am right now. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, and I'm actually kind of surprised. I'm, I'm looking at the time, how long we've been talking, and I know part of that was uh, work pre-workup, but still, this is a lot longer trip than I expected. <laughs> yeah, we kind of did geek out there for a little while too. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, can people find you online? Uh, best place to find me online would be through Twitter. I'm at Mark in St. Louis. Uh, I am on Facebook, but I really, honestly, can't stand Facebook, so I'm not really on there much. Uh, I, I'm only on there because a few of my local friends are on there, and that's the only online way I know how to get a hold of them. Um, but like I said, on Twitter, I'm 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 relatively active on Twitter. I think. Uh, I mean, I'm not a tweet every day kind of person, but I do I do read tweets every day several times a day because I follow way too many people. Uh, you but don't take I, pictures of everything you eat? And... Not usually. Maybe maybe the beers I drink I'll take pictures of. You know, <laughs> so I don't I don't drink a whole lot of beer, but it's one of those I try I try a lot of different beers. Uh, to which if you're that kind, you know, un, Untapped is a really good app, and that's what I and that's. But anyway, um, you know, yeah, I rarely do the do the picture taking of the. I think I think my biggest thing on Instagram has been I've been uh, I do I do some wood turning, and I've been doing pictures of that. And I think I sh- uh, put a post them over there on it th- from Instagram to Twitter. Hopefully that made sense. <laughs> uh, most places most places I'm uh, Mark in St. Louis. Whether it's I believe Instagram's that. Uh, actually, I don't even know. I do know Twitter is, uh, and, and then uh, like for instance I'm. I don't do a whole lot of online video gaming because I don't seem to have the time anymore. But I do have a, a PSN account, and that's actually ArrowQuest One. <laughs> I, I, that name just hit me one day, and I thought, "Hey, why not?" Um, but and so so I'm ArrowQuest One a few places, but most places I'm Mark in St. Louis. So, and if you say if you really need to get a hold of me, Twitter is probably the best place. Very good. Or just contact or just contact Jordan; he'll get a hold of me. <laughs> And folks can get in contact with me. <laughs> Thanks for the segue. Uh, I'm on Twitter at JG underscore QA and on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B. 
1-800-273-5036. Once again, Mark, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast, and uh, we will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. And this is just your friendly reminder to stop by Pendant Audio Mondays and Fridays to check out new episodes of Quick Audio. A new minute of quick audio comedy for you twice a week, Mondays and Fridays. Check it out. Coming out Wednesday, February 18th, season two, series, season finale. Whoops, not series finale. Oh, man. You're in that show. Season two, episode <laughs> 10, which happens to be the finale for season two of Tabula Rasa. Now you have all the details, so you can go now. Go just, I mean, then. Go then, when it's out, you know. Wednesday, February 18th. <laughs> Sorry. So, you two know each other. Interesting. Next time, on Tabula Rasa, Raphael has found himself in a desperate situation. Keith, in that drawer over there, you'll see a small metal case about a wallet size. Take it out, and bring it to me. And his secret is out. Heroin? And Lakeisha heard this too. You're overstepping your authority here. Last time I checked, Homeland Security didn't have any business chasing after detectives with drug problems. Meanwhile, Cromwell is no longer sitting on his hands. I promised nothing. Sarah has betrayed us, shared her name, and refused to see the light. It is best for our organization if we put her out of her misery. And Jane learns of a new piece to her puzzle. You're disoriented. Only natural, considering what's happened to you. Let me see your eyes. Allegiances shift and shots are fired in the second season finale of Tabula Rasa, only at PendantAudio.com. I'm warning you that even I don't know what might happen. Coming out Wednesday, February 25th, Seminar Episode 61. Next time on Seminar. I'm gonna murder that lion. You're not thinking rationally. I've never let an animal that tried to kill me get away. Besides, don't you think all the other hunters she's killed deserve to be avenged? This entire trip is in vain if I don't take her out. You're foolish. Maybe. And then... Morning, John. Eh, what's so good about it? Bad night, big bro. You don't want to know. Do I have any appointments? No, but you do have two walk-ins waiting for you in your office. Let me guess. Another couple with a lost dog? Huh, <laughs> you wish. They don't have a pulse. Well, lovely. My day just got shot to hell. Thanks for telling me, Jamie. Vincent and Marion Babbitt. What misfortune brings you two bloodsuckers here? Do you call us that because we're lawyers? Or because we're vampires? And back in the classroom. I still don't see the point of all this. Why did you have the Dean cut us off from the facility? Because I've been entrusted with your education, and the Dean has a habit of interfering with that. But the AI's always been in charge of our education. And what has that led to? Its matrices aren't infallible, and it's shown itself to be unstable. It cares nothing for our psychological health, only the results we give it. Find out what happens when Seminar, Episode 61, comes out on Wednesday, February 25th, 2015, only at PendantAudio.com.
la la the show is almost done. And that's a show. We did it, kind of. A show done for you. Where we told you things we couldn't tell you. and Yes, both news things were like, hey, here's some news we can't tell you. So that's cool. We're super awesome like that. I didn't mean to be a dick. Sorry. <laughs> Your news show. <laughs> <laughs> this has always been news in only the loosest sense. <laughs> it's just getting a little looser. <laughs> Very loose. <laughs> We're still talking about the show, right? Okay. <laughs> Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash PendantAudio, the Twitter feed, yes, that's the one, at yeah. Twitter.com slash PendantWeb, and the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in two weeks. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. I did a weird arm thing when I like I was announcing to a crowd, but there's no one. It's just the cat in the bedroom. I don't. Now this is the part where you say something funny. Boobs? That's not funny. Man boobs? Under the weather. I'm. Aww. I guess. I'm alright. Whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs>